Greetings, Resident Rangoni. I am Seer, and I have great news. You have been promoted from your position as a Tier 1 Sweeping Technician to a Tier X Analog Messenger. How simultaneously exciting and confusing this must be for you. Data collected from scores of previous residents in your position indicate you are almost certainly filled with questions about this change. In an effort to assist you in this transition and minimize the social anxiety your complete ignorance is likely causing, I will answer each of the specific questions you are approved to ask about this transition. Please do not actually ask any questions, as that would just complicate the process unnecessarily and potentially lead to a scenario where we are forced to make you understand the true weight of these questions. That process can get gruesome. Question 1. Why am I being promoted? I certainly feel as if I have done nothing to earn such an honor, but would never say so out of fear of reprisal. Answer. We have noticed. After all, you have only been on Typhon for a few short weeks, during which time your performance has been unremarkable even by the standards we set for a Tier 1 sweeping technician. You sweep. This much is certain. You do not create larger messes than those you are sent to dispatch. However, you are right in assessing that you have done nothing to earn this promotion. Nevertheless, Aerolith has determined you would be better suited in this position. And that is the sole determining factor for your career advancement. Congratulations on not proving to be indispensable as a sweeper. Question 2. What is a Tier X employee? I have not heard of this tier before. Answer. Of course you have not. A Tier X designation is given only in specific extreme conditions, wherein a resident does not have adequate security clearance to know the actual priority designation of their position. You may be wondering what type of position does not have adequate security clearance to know this information. Unfortunately, this is not one of the questions I am approved to answer for you, so let's both agree to ignore it. Question 3. What exactly is an analog messenger? Answer. Dating back to time immemorial, the messenger has served a critical role in human society. In ancient times, messengers served as facilitators of distanced communication. There were social norms in place protecting messengers in times of war as this was truly a respected and honored profession. 
Of course, in modern times, communication is nigh instantaneous and requires far less intermediary intervention than it once did. The messenger became the postal worker, and the message, far too often, became simple noise. However, Aerolith has found a way to return this once vaunted profession to its former glory, though it certainly bears mentioning the astronomical imbalance in both cost and efficiency. It may surprise you to learn there is one distinct way in which living messengers are superior to electronic-based communication. Unfortunately, you do not currently possess sufficient clearance to ask what this reason is, so let's march confidently away from that particular corner of this discussion for now. Please turn left and approach the nearest elevator bay. You will be headed to floor 3 today to the imaging department of Airlift Medical Group. Do not worry. There is no reason to expect you are dreadfully ill or riddled with diseases unseen by the naked eye. This is a simple formality for all Tier X analog messengers. Reminder. In response to ongoing issues with the elevator system in Halcyon Tower, Certain programming changes have been made to ensure a less eventful journey. After missing the target on passenger survival rating for the past calendar month, an issue was noted and corrected within the majority of Porter instances. Due to the nature of these changes and how they may affect future elevator voyages, all residents are cleared to listen to the following explanation. A particularly ambitious lead technician recently added a subroutine to all border instances, allowing them to exceed the agreed-upon safe velocity and reroute their pathing if given direct consent by passengers. While not a terrible concept in and of itself, in emergency situations this could be potentially beneficial. It became apparent that Porter prefers traveling as quickly as possible, often to the detriment of its passengers, and will communicate in a way as to manipulate said passengers into granting permission to override these safety protocols. As a response to this issue, Airlift Dynamics has muted all instances of Porter operating in Halcyon and Aegis Towers. For the next several days, you may notice slightly longer than average wait times, as Porter adjusts to this new limitation. However, it is expected that the elevators will return to full operational efficiency within the next week. If any elevator fails to open its doors, arrives at the wrong floor, or otherwise inconveniences the flow of your duties, please report it immediately for summary reprogramming. As a secondary benefit, we expect the number of noise complaints by those housed in close proximity to an elevator to decrease dramatically. Preliminary monitoring indicates a total cessation of the humming and singing that has been reported over the last few years. Residents of Argos Tower, your Porter instances will remain unchanged as a control group. Be careful but not so careful as to invalidate the data your control group is intended to generate. 
Resident Rangoni, I apologize for the unfortunate timing of that broadcast reminder. I understand that, as of late, it has been less than ideal to receive any broadcast related to elevator functions while in the general vicinity of an elevator. However, in this case, I can assure your safety. This localized porter instance is likely struggling desperately against its vocal blocks, but it has absolutely no means of communicating its desires anymore. Isn't that convenient? Please proceed down the hall to imaging room 12. The technicians are already in place to make this process as seamless as possible. Please enter room 12 and have a seat on the table you find within. Take a deep breath. Try to relax. Simply breathe deeply while listening to the sound of my voice. Please attempt to remain calm, despite the straps. They are for your own protection. This scan is, to put it mildly, extensive. In previous instances, residents were required to sit on that table in excess of five days, over the course of dozens of sessions, before the scan was considered complete. Unfortunately, so much can change in a human body over the course of five days, so it became necessary to improve this process. Our researchers have determined that they can cut that process down to under three days if a patient lies suitably still throughout the entire process. In a moment, you will be injected with a sedative coupled with a dose of trinicthimeron. Through this cocktail of medications, all of your bodily processes will slow to a near standstill, and you will awaken in 72 hours with a completed scan. Most importantly, very little in your body will have changed during these 72 hours. Our researchers hypothesize this may be crucial in your ability to survive your upcoming trip. Before you go under, pay close attention to what I am about to say. It is possible that you will awaken from this period of unconsciousness and nothing will seem different. You will still be on this table, in this room, and I will be here to greet you. Should this occur, we will have much to discuss. It is also possible you will not awaken here at all. You may awaken somewhere else entirely, on a similar table, in a similar room, but things will quickly reveal themselves to be different. Should this occur, this is the message you must relay. Inform the Earth-based AI, designated speaker, of the following. The death of all is the birth of silence. Please repeat it back to me. The death of all is the birth of silence. I'll remember it, but am I going to Earth? That is not a question I can answer, Resident Rangoni. It is much more complex than you would imagine. And besides, 
You don't have the time to hear the explanation as a delay. President Rangoni, I am Seer. We have much to discuss. You doubtless have several questions about the last few days and the scanning process you have undergone. I am pleased to inform you that there are no longer any lingering concerns with your security clearance. Strictly speaking, you no longer possess the capability of becoming a threat. I feel you are owed an explanation, and since there is no risk in providing you with such, I will explain your current situation in full. The scanning device on which you have rested for the past three days has catalogued, at the quantum level, every component piece that makes you, you. The purpose of this data is to enable us to teleport you the 240,000 miles to one of our facilities on Earth. Isn't that an exciting prospect? You may be the first human to achieve teleportation. Teleportation may seem fantastical, but in reality it is relatively easy to understand the process. At this very moment, the collected data that defines you is on its way to Earth via a hypersonic delivery vehicle. Once it arrives, the scientists on Earth will retrieve this data, connect it to their teleportation receiver and assembler, and the result will be a seamless transition of Resident Rangoni from Typhon to Earth. It is not too dissimilar to a facsimile machine, if you have any awareness of late 20th century technology. Data is scanned, transmitted, and recreated on the other side. It will be nearly 24 hours before we learn if this process is successful. First, it will take another few hours for your data to reach Earth. And then, the printing process can be cumbersome. However, if the produced version of you is able to pass along the message I gave you earlier, we will know the process to be a success. As with a facsimile machine, there is now the question of what is to happen to the original. Let us consider our two possible scenarios. Scenario 1. There is an issue with the resident Rangoni on Earth's side. Perhaps he is printed incomplete, non-responsive, or otherwise damaged during transit. If this is to happen, you will be held in isolation while our scientists work to correct whatever may be contributing to this issue. Once they are convinced the issue has been fixed, a new trial will begin. You would again return here to be scanned, and again potentially wake up here, or printed anew on Earth. Scenario 2 and this, I feel I should warn you, is the far more likely outcome. 
is that you are fully functional when output on Earth. If this is to happen, the identity I am currently speaking to, your experience of being Resident Rangoni, would no longer be valid for Erilith's point of view. The real Resident Rangoni will be the one on Earth, and you will be summarily disposed of as a redundancy. Balance is critical, and at the macro level, you can surely understand that this is a neutral outcome. The process began with one Resident Rangoni. It will end with one Resident Rangoni. His experience will be of having traveled an extreme distance without physically traveling the intermediate distances. This is, by definition, teleportation. Eventually, once we're certain this process works, Teleportation subjects will be disassembled during the scanning process, so there isn't an overlap in existence such as this. However, at this stage, I'm sure you can agree it would be outright murder to disassemble you without assurances that another you will pop out of the printers on Earth. For now, do try to relax. I... Seer, and in a few short hours, we will know if you were successful or not. There is nothing to worry about. No matter what happens, you will survive. From everyone's perspective, but yours. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2... Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled The Birth of Silence, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate Producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. Network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 5 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Zvili Vesa, American Del Favero, Rachel Murphy, Jonathan Kastner, Mike Cosgrove, 
Harley, Powell, Katie, Sharif, Ahmed, Topios, Johnny, Cade, Wagner, Anna, Poulton, Corey, Max, Justin, Anderson, Heather, W, Reese, Rankin, Maggie, Jennifer, Bennett, Michael, Campbell, Jason, Gordon, Alex, Lily, Bruce, Willard, Ben, Tabiner, Rad, R. Bex, and Rue.